0: listening to the Dynasty Rewind.
1: Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, and joining me tonight is Chev Nooney. How you doing tonight, Chev? Doing good. What's up, my man? Uh, not much. Good to hear from you again. It's been a little bit. Uh, we are unfortunately without America's sweetheart tonight, Garrett Price. Uh, he had something spring up at the last minute, so we're going to try to rep the rewind good without him. Um, so, Chev, again, good to talk to you again. And uh, there will be no price check this week as Garrett is not with us. Um, so let's just get right into it. Let's talk about what's going on in the NFL right now. A lot of weird stuff going on. I don't know. I'm sure you're following it just like we are. So Decalin Zakarius Metcalf needed some knee surgery. Chev, um, I think it's probably from all those awesome routes that he
0: runs and all the cutting that he does, right? Yeah, all the cutting he does is just absolutely tearing his legs up. I mean, he's in big trouble this season, it sounds like. Uh, they're definitely short at wide receiver now. I think David Moore also... Went down uh, yesterday or the day before, so correct. looks like um, looks like they're gonna be some big trouble at wide receiver.
1: So Tyler Lockett was already the guy, you know, that everyone's kind of talking about um, this off season. So without DK, without Moore, I think Gary Jennings Jr. that that is his name, if I'm correct, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he could definitely be taking a nice. Uh, rise up in the uh, the standings here. I don't know about Yushev. personally. I was never a big DK Metcalf guy. Um, I think he was all physical. I think people just got kind of enamored with, oh my God, look at him. But yeah, he runs one route.
0: Yeah, he's definitely a one-trick pony. It seems like. Um, I mean, I had a little faith in him. He's a big guy. I think he possibly could have been a a, a big target in the red zone for Russell Wilson, but. Um, He's just got to stay healthy, and that's been his biggest problem so far in his uh, young career, it seems like.
1: Well, we'll we'll, uh, keep monitoring that situation up there in Seattle. But uh, a little bit south in the Bay, apparently Jimmy Garoppolo is not looking so good lately. Um, There's a lot of people that might have kind of the the future of their dynasty teams based around Jimmy Garoppolo, or as I like to call him, Garoppolo. But... um, (laughs) Threw a lot of interceptions in practice, and I know you don't take a lot of stock and stuff like that. But he was not sharp versus the Broncos at all. What was he? Um, was he one for six or zero oh for six? I think he had a zero passer rating. Yeah, I'm I want to
0: say he. I, said, I want to say he completed at least one pass. I know he completed one pass to the other team too, so we'll count it as two, I guess.
1: All right, that <laughs> it's a solid two passes. But uh, yeah, so you know, hopefully. I mean, I'm saying if you have a better option for week one, maybe start that guy and see what Garoppolo does and go from there. So he, here's one, Chev, and I actually this one's really pointed right at you here. I think it's kind of a weird thing to say. The Bears are, quote-unquote, in love with David Montgomery. What's not to love?
0: Exactly. I think everybody that listens to our podcast knows I love that man. Uh, he's, he's, he's a back that can do it all I think Nagy's definitely seen him as one of those Kareem Hunt type backs that can play three downs um, I mean David Montgomery he, he can catch passes folks I mean and I think I saw another another little link out that said Tariq Cohen's not going to get as many touches so I mean it, his stocks just getting, keeps getting bumped up and it kind of sucks because my draft's coming up this weekend and it's not looking good at the Wait. fourth spot
1: Boys. yeah yeah so uh, a friend of ours who is he's in vegas right now so he can't make our rookie draft which is uh tomorrow um he has one pick he traded all his other picks away and he has the one two and he just told me i want montgomery so um i think at the one two that's i don't think it's too high um personally if i would take miles sanders just for this reason, um, it's a league filled with Eagles fans. So you know, if you're taking Miles Sanders there, you could definitely sell him for a much higher value. That's that's just the only reason I would do that. But I do like Montgomery as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, you just got to know the people you're drafting with. So like, if you if you think you can trade him later on for way more than what he's probably worth, then it's almost a good investment just to do that so you can get great value later on. I mean, this 2020 class maybe you can get 2021st or something, something crazy out of a guy. I mean. We had a bunch of Okies in a league, and Baker Mayfield went for so much value. I was, I was just oh, like, yeah. whoa! I mean, he's a yeah. great player. Not tonight. He 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 struggled tonight, but boy, he got traded for some high value.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's preseason. That's the time to work the kinks out. So, mm-hmm. you know, you try not to look too much into it. Um, but uh, that being said, you know, talking about uh, some guys that people might not be in love with right now. The Arizona Cardinals have a pretty interesting wide receiver situation right now. Chev, you're right in Arizona, so I'm sure you're hearing all about this. So Hakeem Butler has a fractured hand. He's going to go to IR. They released Kevin White, and now it looks like Michael Crabtree is going to sign. Um, Andy Isabella has kind of been up and down this offseason here, so what exactly do we make of the Arizona Cardinals wide receiver? I mean, Christian Kirk looks like he's going to be their one, I would imagine does this mean that Fitz is their two and then Isabella is their slot guy with maybe Michael Crabtree is their four? Because I'm assuming, and uh, I think you would know this probably a little bit better than me, but the air raid offense, they do usually run four wide receivers, correct?
0: Yeah, usually they have a good amount of wide receivers out there, so it's usually about four uh, just depending on how great the tight end is. So I know at Oklahoma, Mark Andrews would be out there rather than a, a fourth wide receiver.
1: Yeah, Mark Andrews did um, in the Eagles-Ravens game last night which was oddly uh, the end of it was cancelled due to lightning Mm -hmm. Um, Mark Andrews had a couple good plays there there was one really weird play right so he catches the ball and Trace McSorley might be the best quarterback on that roster by the way but he, he catches the ball he gets hit and it wasn't a great tackle Like you gotta learn to wrap up brushes the guy off and then just does this little hop like he's trying to leap over something, and I'm like, "There's nothing for you to leap over." And he and kept then he gets going t- a couple
0: yards too. I mean, it was it was crazy. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But I mean, so you crazy. did see that, right? It worked a little bit. I mean, it got him a couple extra yards. So I mean, hey.
1: Well, the defenders are probably like, "Oh, what was what was that?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so Arizona's got some weird stuff going on there. Um, here's a good one that I like. Darren Waller is really shining at Raiders training camp here so uh jerry cook is gone he had a very big season last year i'm not going to say that darren waller is going to have a jerry cook season but he could have a pretty nice season and i think he could be had late right now if you have not like me done your fantasy draft yet your rookie draft forgive me
0: yes i mean you can definitely get this guy on the cheap Uh, His value is going up day by day, it seems like. Uh, There's a lot of talk out of Raiders camp, and you also have hard knocks as well. So uh, that's definitely bumping up his stock a little bit. But, I mean, big athlete, big guy that can go up and make the big plays. Uh, But, I mean, everything that I've heard and everything that I've seen, it looks like he's going to be a pretty big player for them this season in that passing game.
1: So I like Darren Waller. I don't think I'm going to be able to nab him. Um, That's kind of the downside. In all honesty, too, about having an IDP draft, Uh, the only downside I could think of is in the fourth, fifth round, when you're taking stabs at at guys like Darren Waller, Mm -hmm. or he might even be a third-round pick, I don't know. That's where I'm drafting a lot of defensive players. So um, IDP strategy for me, um, here's a good one. If you haven't done your rookie draft yet, uh, in your fourth and fifth rounds, try to, like, you want to find a guy that no one's talking about do a little research and hey this guy looks to be a starter well a fourth round pick sounds good for that if you got a guy that might be a starting inside linebacker for somewhere definitely worth a shot so a little idp strategy there so um here's a good one melvin gordon holdout is expected to go into the season the only good thing i could see is if he does come back he should be healthy for your fantasy playoffs
0: Yeah, so, (laughs) I mean, this situation it seems like it's gonna be uh, one of those never-ending ones. I can see him definitely holding out for most of the season, uh, but I can also see him coming back. um, I think it's a Thursday night game where if he plays in that game, he gets his accrued season, so he would basically skip a year uh, in his contract. So I mean, I can definitely see him doing that if he really wants out of that situation. Um, But hopefully by then they'll, they'll probably find a trade for him and. I don't know. This situation is really weird. It's something we might see for the next coming years. Uh, If running backs think they're not being valued properly and they think they're being overused just because they their contracts, um, we could definitely see them holding out or asking for trades more often.
1: I mean, in all fairness, I think that I don't get paid enough and I get
0: overused at work, yet I show up every day. Oh boy, I, I get used and abused. I'm I'm out here picking <laughs> yeah, you, noses, cleaning really boogers do. off people's kids' faces. Like I'm like I'm basically like dad of the year, honestly. Like for many families, so I take pride in that though.
1: You work like six days a week too, don't
0: you? Oh yeah, six days a week, man. Uh, it's a blast though. You get to see the kids grow and. You gotta get to teach them new things. I taught a kid how to tie a shoe this summer and dude I took I took a lot of pride in that. I mean it's really awesome to see them get excited about something so small, you know. So
1: I, I do know what you're saying. Like, um being a father now, I, I like to walk around and point stuff out to Cora and I always take over the thermostat and I go, No, no, that's daddy's no. So that's just uh that's just something I do. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid. Do you think I should fight Mel Gordon? Or do no. I not do it? Do I not do running backs? I think he'd probably mess me up.
0: Yeah, you better watch out for them running backs, my man. They'll, they'll definitely two-piece you up and you'll be sleeping on the floor.
1: All right, I don't need any of that. So, hey, let's continue talking about some running backs, though. So, um, the Cowboys offered Ezekiel Elliott a contract, which would make him the second-highest-paid running back in the NFL after Todd Gurley. However, after the preseason game where Tony Pollard, he balled out, and I've been a big Tony Pollard fan for a while. They asked uh, Jerry Jones about Ezekiel Elliott, and he said Zeke who? And then Zeke flew back to Mexico. So, I mean, I I don't even know what to say. Like, which of these two scenarios is more humorous? I'm thinking it's the Ezekiel Elliott
0: one. Oh, it's definitely the Zeke one. There's there's a lot more going on. Melvin Gordon's just standing up because he thinks he deserves to be paid more for what he does. Uh, Zeke, I mean, obviously Zeke's doing the same thing, but there just seems to be a lot more drama and a lot more... um, the two both want to be the big dog, I think, rather than one bowing down and saying, all right, yeah, you're right, here you go. So, I mean, it's just it's just a whole scenario that sometimes only the Cowboys can bring up, I think. I mean, it's just insane.
1: You know, you got to be frustrated, too, if you're a Cowboys fan because you, you, let's just go back, you do your draft. They drafted pretty well, I thought. Mm-hmm. You, you have one of the greatest running backs in the NFL right now. You have a consistent yet only slightly above average quarterback. I'm sorry, not the biggest that guy. You have a great young wideout and Amari Cooper. You have probably one of the best linebacker tandems in the league. Do not hate me for that, Chev. No. You know I like Cleo Mack and Roquan too, but mm-hmm. um, Jalen Smith is just so athletic, and Leighton Van Der Esch is just everywhere on the field. Yep. So they, they have a really good core. And then this happens. And then Dak asks for $40 million a year. And then Amari Cooper gets hurt. So we haven't played a single season game yet. And the Cowboys are falling apart. Now, as an Eagles fan, obviously I like it. But Mm -hmm. from a fantasy perspective, when you take a guy like Ezekiel Elliott out of the fold, that hurts everybody because that offense is so much better with him in it.
0: Yeah, Dak, I mean, you can just look at his stats with Zeke in and with Zeke out. I mean, I, I don't know what they are, but I'm guessing it's very critical to his success uh, in that offense, I'm guessing.
1: Do you think that's a scenario where could that be mental? Because if you think about it, when he doesn't have that security of Ezekiel Elliott there, maybe he tries too hard. He he is still a young quarterback. He, this is only going to be his fourth season. so
0: Yeah, I mean, Having Zeke there is is—it's more of a safety blanket, I think, for him. They can give the ball to Zeke anytime they really want. I mean, dude is a beast. But I, I just think he helps him out so much. I mean, I mean, and he also helps in the run game as well. Like, if Zeke's not in the game, I mean, they can kind of key on uh, Dak possibly a little more and have, like, a, a spy on him if he's going to take off and run. I mean, there's just so much that you can do more with Zeke in that offense rather than him being out of it. So... I mean, I hope they get a deal done. Uh, I have him in a couple couple leagues, so I'm definitely hoping that he can uh, get a contract figured out. But I'm not sure this one's going to get it done, even though I think it should, uh, just because he can get another contract after this one. But we'll see. I mean,
1: I'm kind of surprised. Like, If you're going to be the second highest paid running back in the NFL, you have to know your worth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the problem with just people as a whole today. Everyone thinks they're worth more than what they really are. Like I know what my value is to my my place of employment. You're not Todd Gurley. And if Todd Gurley's knees were healthy, you know, he he would be like he'd be 1A and 1B and you would just be 3. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, and so, I th-
0: I think that contract is It's a pretty big contract that a lot of teams can't do, especially the Cowboys, if they want to get Dak and Amari Cooper signed for another contract. I mean, that's definitely going to be super tough for them to try to beat Todd Gurley's contract, and I just don't see it happening. Uh, I don't think it can.
1: Um, Mm -mm. Here's just kind of a crazy uh, running back prediction I want to throw out to you. I was talking to some of my friends about it the other night. I think Jordan Howard starts the season as an Eagle. And finishes the season as either a Charger or a Jaguar. And here's why. If the Gordon holdout continues and the Chargers think they have a shot, you know maybe they're not 100% convinced on Justin Jackson. Eckler's more the pass-catching guy. Maybe they throw a, little, a nice pick to the birds for Jordan Howard. I mean, Miles Sanders is going to ball out eventually. Why not do it now? Mm-hmm. And as far as Jacksonville goes – they got Nick Foles there. He's going to be a better guy than uh, Bortles was. Might not be fully invested in Ryqual Armstead, a rookie, and Leonard Fournette is either A, going to get hurt, or B, do something stupid off the field. So yeah. they're, they're both a possibility.
0: They're definitely a possibility. Um, I mean, that whole backfield in Philadelphia is kind of a little murky right now. So, I mean, if. It's if, so crowded. If Sanders was to be able to take control of that early on in the season, I think they would definitely be wanting to possibly get rid of uh, Jordan Howard. I mean, there's just so many backs there that it's just it's insane. I can even see LaShawn McCoy getting traded as well, uh, this upcoming season if Yeldon or uh, Singletary kinda of ball out a little bit. And they also got Frank Gore, I'm pretty sure too. So I mean that yeah, for oof, now, yeah. That backfield is ridiculous too. Like so many people.
1: So you can go ahead and tweet at me. I'm at the 85 or you could tweet at the show account, and you could also order a shirt. We still have large, extra large, and double XL. $20, shipping included. Hey, you know what? Crazy thought I had, too. Mm-hmm. What if, for some reason, somehow, it happened? The Cowboys traded the rights to Ezekiel Elliott to the Texans. Oof. Could uh, Just just think about that for a second, okay? Sean Watson, Ezekiel Elliott, Nuke. Then in 2020, they don't have to take a running back in the mm-hmm. first round. They could take a stud wide receiver because Will Fuller and Kiki Kuti battled injuries. So you could get, like, two number one. Could you imagine that? That team
0: right there? I mean... I would be happy. I'm not going to lie. That'd be amazing. I think that'd be great. I mean, I don't know how I feel about having Nuke and Zeke in the same on the same team because they have them both, but I mean, I think they both would definitely tear it up still, but man, that would be absolutely incredible. I I don't think it'll happen, but poof. That'd be amazing.
1: It would just be it's something fun to to kind of think about. Um so, moving on from all the running back talk. You know, I kind of I was hoping to talk about this with Garrett, but he is not here. So maybe you heard about this. Uh, is there beef between Baker Mayfield and Daniel Jones? I'm not quite sure. I didn't catch it. I just saw that. Um, was there a magazine article or something like that that was misinterpreted, I believe?
0: Yeah, so I think Baker basically just said uh, teams need to look at. I think he's talked about winning more because, I mean, at Duke, Daniel Jones didn't win as many games as he lost, like just straight up. But I mean, teams like the Giants, they'll go draft whoever they want. I mean, it's their choice. I mean, but I don't think Baker was bashing him at all. I think he was just saying teams need to look more into it rather than just looking at how good they throw and how all that good stuff. They need to be winners as well on the field. So, I mean, if, through the couple games that Daniel Jones has played, he's looked he's looked decent. He's looked pretty good. I
1: I've liked what I what I've seen out of him so far. He actually he's done better than I expected.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially with an offense that's pretty depleted right now, wide receiver. I mean, he's he's doing well for himself. I mean, he's helping his stock out big time. And um I don't think I don't think Baker was trying to bash him. I think he was just just talking more than he probably should have been.
1: You know, the thing about a guy like Baker is Everyone says they admire honesty. And then you have a guy like Baker who says exactly what's on his mind. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets all ass hurt about it. It's like, oh, I can't believe he said that. You want honesty? Baker Mayfield's probably one of the most honest people I've ever seen in sports. I mean, like.
0: <laughs> he's not going to back down from anybody. That That's a 100% facts. Like, dude will go at you. And he's not scared at all.
1: Kind of reminds me of me, if I may say. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's sort of. Sort of. he's, like
1: a, he's like a younger, like, better-looking, athletically talented version of me. You
0: know, know now, I mean? now, now, that you, now that you say that, I mean, it's pretty true. <laughs> You're right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's got more money, too. So. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, is a lot. I mean, oh. <laughs> damn it. Anyway, um, all right, so it looks like uh, there was some injury news from last night. Um, looks like Jordan Reed... Might have a concussion here. I haven't heard any updates um, on that today, but it looks like he was being evaluated for a concussion. Come on, Jordan Reed. Like, are you made of glass? You're the Greg Oden of the NBA. Seriously, or, I'm sorry of the NFL. Like, everyone's talking up Jordan Reed, and I'm buying into it. I'm like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right. Someone's got to catch the damn ball in Washington. You can't trust a bunch of rookies. And now he gets a freaking concussion. <laughs>
0: I know, and it, it's not his first couple either. It, it's a good amount of concussions that he's received over the last couple of years too. Uh, I mean, very sad. He's a very athletic tight end that could produce tight end seven numbers. I mean, he just can't stay healthy, and it's, it's a shame. It, it sucks watching an athlete that good and that that can kind of take over a game, um, not being able to play due to having concussion. so many concussions. So I I don't know where this puts him at. But it's definitely not put him in the right situation, so I'm definitely nervous for him.
1: I mean, the good thing is, just a generalization. What is it? Usually a week to two weeks to clear the concussion protocol, depending on how bad it was. So if it's two weeks, he should be good to go for week one. Uh, let's see a couple more. Okay, um, Patrick Chung. This is this is an interesting one. Patrick Chung is to be arraigned next Wednesday on charges of cocaine possession. When asked for a comment, he simply replied with, This blows. No man. no good? Weak. It was a weak dad <laughs> joke, right? Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs>
1: but what are you doing, Patrick Chung? Like, seriously.
0: Come on, man. You're playing for, I believe he plays for the Patriots still, correct?
1: He's still, uh, well, not for long, if this goes through, but he still is in a, on their roster, yeah.
0: I mean, who is more in the wrong, Robert Kraft or Patrick Chung? We're not going to go there, no. But, I mean. (laughs) I
1: I mean, I don't think either of them really did anything right here, to be honest with you.
0: Nope. So, I mean, come on, man. You're playing for the freaking New England Patriots, winning championships left and right. Come on, man.
1: When you play for a team that has great success like that and is in the spotlight, everything you do is going to be magnified that much more. So, you literally have to keep your nose clean, Patrick Chung.
0: Exactly. And just think Josh Gordon is coming back. Like, you know what I'm saying? What the – Josh Gordon gets reinstated and then, boom, Patrick Chung. See you later. I don't dude.
1: understand it because, like, I, I would think, like, when you're all cooked up, you're all ready to go. And that dude can't tackle to save his life. So, I, I don't know. Apparently it's not working. Uh, <laughs> so, the biggest drama throughout the season here, um, Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh, man. There, I, I got a nice little paragraph on Antonio Brown here. Antonio Brown walked off when helmets went on. He later practiced with a certified helmet. He filed another grievance, and a decision is to be expected by next week. Um, the Raiders are also looking for donations from Graco, Pampers, and Huggies, and Similac for the biggest baby on the roster, Antonio Brown. Um, Antonio, dude, what are, you, what are you doing? You know the helmets banned. Just come on, man. That can't be our thing. We got to come up with something else. But
0: dude, I just don't get it. I mean, his feet, and then now his helmet. Like, come. You're coming to a new team. You you want to show them that you're ready to play for them. You're ready to go, and. You do I, I honestly think he's doing most of this just for hard knocks I mean I can definitely see it I mean he's definitely he seems like he's got some some stuff going on in his life some mental issues which is sad but golly man it's tough to watch uh, one of the best wide receivers play not being on the field due to a helmet
1: I know I know and at some point all these guys being divas it's got to stop you know you know what I mean yeah um, Chef, do you want to talk about the Dynasty of Rewind Listener League?
0: I'm going to be honest. like, I only got to see three of the picks, but <laughs> <laughs> I was on vacation. I was on some training, so I definitely didn't get to see too many of the picks. Um, Sorry, but man. definitely super excited for this league. Me, Mike, and Garrett are all on the same team, facing off against 11 other dudes. Uh, it's definitely super exciting. Uh, Got a couple guys in there that I chat with every once in a while on Facebook and and Twitter and all that good stuff. So it's been fun. Uh, We have a bunch of guys that are from overseas and stuff like that. So we got a good blend of uh, people in our league, and I I think it's going to be great. I mean, I know we got Baker. We got David Montgomery. Who else did we get, Mike? Well, I'll tell you what. um,
1: I got one more news item, and then we'll go through everybody's roster. Um, The last news item of the week – the United States District Attorney Office has stated that Latvian officials have seized three crates of Cold War era Soviet AK-47s and weapons-grade plutonium intended for Tyreek Hill. Um, so, I don't know where he's getting the money for this. I didn't think a rookie contract paid that much, but um, it's not good to be buying stuff like that, Tyreek. Yeah, you better so watch out. Hash- <laughs> hashtag smear campaign is in full force. Um You know what, actually, I have a question. I do want to ask a serious question here. So the Dynasty Rewind Listener League is a redraft league. Why is it a redraft league and not a Dynasty League? Well, Dynasty League is meant to stay together. We want it to be a redraft so that, you know, if we continue doing this year after year, we can get more people involved. We don't just want it to be the same 12 people all the time, although we love you all. I want to throw it out there. Um, My question is this. The waiver wire and redraft. When you're in the playoffs, should playoff teams take precedent over non-playoff teams? And the reason I ask is this: I was thinking about it because uh, one of the league, one of the redraft leagues I was in last year just did our draft uh, recently, and I lost in the playoffs last year. Mel Gordon was out; I had him, and I made a uh, waiver claim for Jeff Wilson Jr who was going to be the starting running back for the 49ers. And I lost out on him to a guy that wasn't in the playoffs and who had a full, healthy running back core. So, Chef, do you think that uh, in redraft, playoff teams should take precedent on the waiver wire?
0: I mean, if your team is out of the whole shebang, you shouldn't be dropping players. Um, But I think you should definitely – the teams that are still alive should be the ones being able to pick up – I've been in a bunch of redraft leagues where guys will just give up and quit and just drop all their players and put them on the waiver wire. Like, that's not right. That's not how you go about it. Um, But just talking about the waiver wire, I think the playoff teams that are still in it should be the first ones to be able to grab somebody. And the teams that are eliminated from the playoffs should have their waiver wire stuff taken away from them. uh, whatever they have that's what they have uh, that's who they played that the last game so i definitely think that the playoff team should get president to the fir- the first re- first picks basically
1: i like the way you think great mind think. you think light here so uh hey maybe sleeper could get on that i'll send him a message um they seem to be on the cutting edge of everything anyway in my opinion
0: oh uh, sleeper is sleeper is amazing like i'm a commissioner of two leagues and it has made everything so much easier. So I mean if you haven't if you're still not on sleeper, just check it out. I know they do free free things where you can just check it out and see how you like it. And if you're a commissioner, you're definitely gonna love it. I mean, it makes it so much easier. You can do so much. It it's it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I love it too. Um I am trying to figure out how to just look at the draft that we did. Uh, Alright. Well, let's see. Maybe I'll just go through a couple teams tonight. How's that sound? Let's look at our team. Starting at quarterback, we have Baker Mayfield. And our running backs are Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery. So we're going uh, we're going young here. And then our wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Cooks. The tight end is the most Garrett pick ever. It's Austin Hooper. And then uh, we have two flexes. We have Kenyon Drake and Jordan Howard, and our super flex is Jimmy Garoppolo. And then for our kicker, we have – I don't know how to say the dude's name. It's the kicker from Houston. however you say that?
0: Fairbairn.
1: Fairbairn. Okay, I don't know how to say his first name is the one that really gets me. Um, On our bench then, we have Josh Rosen, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, Debo Samuel, Jordan Reed, and Dallas Goddard. And in this particular league, we do have uh, one IR spot. So let's uh, let's pick another team here. Let's go to the league. We are team number one, technically. So let's just look at our first matchup of the season, which is the back row fantasy show. Uh, the show that also really gave us a huge hand in uh, getting going here. So um, his lineup looks like Lamar Jackson, James Conner, Joe Mixon, Kenny Galladay, A.J. Green, Jared Cook. Calvin Ridley, Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt, Stephen Gostkowski, and his bench is Tom Brady, Duke Johnson, Naheem Hines, Cortland Sutton, Golden Tate, and Mark Andrews. So, a um, couple guys need to be flipped around there. Obviously, A.J. Green out, Kareem Hunt suspended. So um, Also, Miles Sanders projected to get 10.86 points in Week 1.
0: Yeah, I definitely that I, I could go up, too. I mean, he's an explosive back in it's so the Eagles' defense or offense. I mean, I could definitely see him possibly getting more points than that. I mean, you, I mean, week two he's supposed to get eleven. So, I mean, it's a good possibility if you think about it. Like,
1: their defense is much improved. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of guys coming back. They got some new faces in there. They are going to be playing against a team that doesn't have a great offense. So they could go up early and Sanders could go off. Mm-hmm. So, um, we could look at that a little bit more than. Would you like to hear official fan Tyler's question of the week?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's hear it.
1: All right. This is a good one, too. Uh, He's in my home league as well, and our draft is tomorrow. So his question is, when doing your rookie draft, do you follow rankings or just go by who you want?
0: Um, So for me, it just depends how late your picks are. So, like, I have 104 and 108. And then I don't have another pitch like the fourth round. So, like, at 108, I might just go and take a guy that I really like. Um, but, I mean, I'm definitely looking for value uh, in my first couple picks for sure. And then once I get later in the rounds, I'm definitely looking to kind of find that shot in the dark kind of player that could uh, go off that season or maybe slip through the cracks from the other players. I'm not sure if I even answered the question, but um, that's that's my opinion on it. I mean, I know you want David Montgomery, right? I'm not gonna get him at one four there's no way
1: so what if you package the one four and one eight for like the one two and like a second and a twenty twenty second
0: i I mean it's possible, but i I know the guy at one two is definitely he's definitely not too high on this class either, so um he's probably looking to probably just keep that pick and just move on, okay honestly. Yeah.
1: It's just it's something to think about.
0: Oh, trust you know. me, I've I've been trying to work some magic in this league, and it, nobody is responding, or they're just shooting me down right in my prime. So like I'm trying super hard, but I'm just it's just coming to draft day. I get the picks I get.
1: Yeah, it's tough for me. I actually um I traded out of the first round, and I just I got some more picks in the future, mm-hmm. but then I have uh, one second round and two third round picks then I have two fourths and two fifths. so um, I'll put it on Twitter you know how I do uh, I'm just gonna be looking for as much value as I possibly can get so oh, for sure I, I have a couple guys that I'm kind of keying in on that I think I can get and it's one of those things like this class oh. is kind of weird there's a got a lot of guys that I want to have. But then there's a lot of guys that I feel like, yeah, he's good, but I feel like he could be replaced by somebody. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's something that I think this class has a lot of is, well, he could be easily replaced. So I don't know. I, I guess we'll see uh, how the rookie draft goes. But, um, you know, that's all we got for news this week. Uh, let's see. Going on, we do have a rewind fact for you here and let me just bring it back up okay there was one franchise and they played in cleveland los angeles and st louis and that team would be the current los angeles rams um it's kind of all over the place which is weird um i mean look at that three different cities that's pretty crazy so um but that is the rewind fact of the week hopefully you guys enjoyed everything and before we head out, Chef, do you have a, uh, a verse for us this week?
0: Yeah, I have a verse. So it's going to be from Proverbs 17:22. 22. Uh, it says, a cheerful heart is a good medicine, but a broken spirit drieth up the bones. Uh, so for me, uh, just being around kids all the time, the cheerfulness that they bring, uh, it can just bring a happiness to a person that could be down in the dirt. And, I mean, just, just just having a positive mindset, you could be a light to somebody that's definitely going through a tough time. So, uh, when you're out there, have a cheerful heart. Show people you actually care for them. Show that you love them. Uh, you don't know how much of, a, of an impact that can make on their day uh, or even life. So, go out there and be a light for them and uh, be cheerful momentarily
1: chef thanks again like always love the verse i know a lot of you guys that listen love the verse as well always love hearing from everybody how it touches everyone and you know in a different way um so a little bit of a shorter show this week because garrett's not here to yak and go on and on forever (laughs) like he likes to do sometimes um (laughs) so chef before we head out do you have anything else to add
0: nope just uh super excited that the football season is actually going to be getting started soon so uh definitely excited to kind of get that going we sometimes we don't have too much to talk about but i feel like in the next coming weeks it's gonna be amazing so uh definitely look forward to our next couple episodes
1: i mean like next week is that fourth preseason game but uh luckily after that is cut down day so we should have some interesting cuts you know every year there's always that guy that gets cut and you're like what Mm -hmm. are you kidding me so um, kind of interested to see how that works out. So, um, until next time, you could follow America's sweetheart on Twitter at Dynasty Price, and he loves being called that, by the way. So make sure you tweet at him. You could follow me at the Embowery Five and the show at Dynasty Rewind. And Chev, where can we find you? You
0: can find me at Chev boy with an I. All
1: right. Thanks again for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.